Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with the guys from Helixworks. Guys, how's it going? Very great. Uh, my name is Nimesh, and I'm yeah. the CEO of Helixworks. Yeah. And here with me is Sachin. My name is Sachin, and the CTO of the company. And uh, Helixworks is basically an Indian biotech company. We have moved from India to Ireland. We are based in Cork. Yeah. We got into the IndieBio program uh, by SOSV Investments. And we've been working in the labs for the past six months. And uh, sorry, go on. So uh, what we basically do is we, we are a DNA factory. We, we work with DNA and we uh, develop many applications through DNA. And one of the applications is we store data in DNA. How do we do that, and uh, how how we are gonna sell it? It's 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 our business. So basically, we uh, we have an encoding system. We translate the data, binary information, zeros and ones, into genetic code. That's ATGC. So DNA has these four beautiful nucleotides, and these nucleotides can be used to store DNA, and that's where we are working in. Okay, tell us a bit more about why you moved to Ireland. Um, uh, it was it was more of a blessing. Uh, <laughs> Nimesh's sister works in uh, Dublin. She she's a pediatrician in Dublin, and uh, that's how we first visited Dublin. Uh, we were we were doing our masters in Sweden, Sweden. and uh, she, we got invited. And she just said, "Come over and look in Dublin." And we just got here, and then we thought, "Oh, this is this is really nice." And uh, it's it's really advantageous because uh, Dublin in Ireland people speak English and we could communicate really well. So once we went back to India and we were working on HelixWorks and uh, we got uh, we saw the IndieBio Accelerator program and we thought why not give it a shot. That was a pretty good so far. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, you come across so many companies, so many startups, and they're across the globe. And they come and uh, they they develop really really cool stuff in synthetic biology cell culture and uh, mostly biotech companies and it's a really good, good place to know more people, get connections across the globe and see what other people are doing. And about funding, have you got much funding so far? Yeah, uh, we got... Yeah, uh, so when, you, when you're part of the Indie Bio Accelerator Program, yeah. SOSV invests $100,000 in your company and after that investment, uh, again raised a further round of investment recently in December. We also have support from Enterprise Ireland and the local enterprise office in Cork. That's good. Yeah. Because at least you've got funny behind you, means you can develop the product further. Yeah. That's the beauty of being in Ireland, right? Like yeah. you have, uh, you get to kickstart your company uh, first from the accelerator and then from uh, supports from the HPSU Enterprise Ireland, yeah. uh, New Frontiers. Uh, and also the local enterprise offices. So you for have, a biotech company, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. And have you and uh, how many co- people are in the same were with you in, in in the program you're doing in Cork? We were 13 companies in yeah. total, uh, and they come from different places across the world. So we have some people from uh, Central America, some from France, some from America, 
uh, we are from India. Yeah. So it's 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 like a, a it's a global initiative, and uh, it's uh, uh, because everybody is uh, down there is very young, yeah. and everybody is like really passionate about biotechnology, and everybody has their own links on how to get investment and how to sell the product. So you learn a lot. Uh, it's not just developing a product, but you you develop your whole uh, ecosystem. Yes, but also it's like collaboration, collaborate with yeah. everybody else and swap ideas. Yeah, that's the probably the one of the important things about IndieBio is you have these 13 companies put into a lab, and it's a three months almost like a crash course. Yeah. Uh, no rest, nothing. You put in through like the grinder, uh, and Bill Lau is a great guy. He's uh, he's pretty good at making sure we get our story out right. He also was co-founder of Crow Dojo, so he's got yeah. a good track record of what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Lau, uh, the first uh, the first day when we were uh, having a meeting with Bill Lau about like getting into the indie bio, we were uh, on a Skype conversation, and he mentioned uh, when we explained what Helixworks does, and like we are a DNA factory, we synthesize DNA, and the first thing he was like. Twelve other companies that could get help out of you. So we are we are a piece of the puzzle that that build our sees and yeah. uh, we uh, we fit into the build our puzzle. So we are here. That's good. And tell us more about this product called Moss that you have developed. Uh, so uh, Moss is uh, is a acronym of Molecular Storage System, yeah. and uh, it's 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 kind of how data is uh, being stored in DNA. So you have these file systems like file allocation table from Microsoft. So it's basically you have a address and you have a byte or four bytes of information. So it's basically okay. Uh, the computer asks where this data is exactly. The uh, encoding file system says that oh, you want to watch a cat video. This is the address where the cat video starts. So yep. just go there, get your cat video, and get uh, please display on the display. So this is how the normal electronic system work. With Moss, what we actually did is we took the encoding system that's already there in the uh, in the IT system, and we translated it into DNA. So even in DNA, it's like you get the strings of DNA, and each DNA string has an address and a byte of information. Yeah. So you just pull, and all this DNA can be replicated with two uh, two strands of DNA. You put it in a PCR machine, you get one billion copies of it. So everything is, uh, you just make the first copy, yeah. and you can make million copies with maybe ten dollars every reaction. That's that's how much powerful the DNA is because it's it has like four billion years of evolution. Yeah. You can make so many copies for cheap, and the system is directly replicated uh, to a system in in ID technology. So it's uh, you have all these strands, you just sequence them, and every sequence you get a bit address, and you get the what the byte is. So it's it's basically a a hard disk, yeah. but in DNA. And each copy, each copy have DNA is basically is is like original, brand new. Yeah, so yeah. It's not it can't be copied or changed. No, but this is completely synthetic uh, synthetic DNA. That's it's we make each uh, byte of data into DNA. We make every base pair. So we have this pool of uh, oligos. Uh, that's oligos is 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 a short form to call a strand of DNA. Yeah. So a, a sequence of DNA is called an oligo, and these oligos are in a pool. We pick and place each an oligo, and we just synthesize the long strands. So you get the byte of information, the uh, memory address, and you pull all these strands. And you just use a PCR cycle to make copies of it. And where is it stored? Uh, we uh, we have plans to store it in a gold capsule because yeah. uh, DNA is a really good molecule, and it, uh, the the slight disadvantage is it 
say you have cosmic radiation or gamma radiation it can directly uh, affect and degrade dna even uh, even our hard disk uh, which are based on silicon silicon also has bit decay so the byte uh, or the information it can decay over yeah. time but if you put it in a shielded radiation free environment like dna you can store it for 100000 years and you don't need any maintenance so that is you can have basically dna based hard disk Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, th- uh, that's that's the main target of HelixWorks. It's uh, because right now we are we have engineered uh, DNA to just basically work without even enzymes. So it's like you basically use DNA and put them together like Lego blocks, and you just have a big Lego building of DNA. And that's 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 what the end pr- end product would yeah, be. And if your customer had access to this DNA data. because uh, dna can be read using uh, sequencers so yeah. during the human genome project people have pushed the sequencing tech because they want to know what human genome is about yeah. so they they had the tech is really amazing and there are so many companies illumina pacbio and these all systems have figured out how to read dna in mass throughput so you just feed the dna uh, to the sequencer and they will sh- say okay this dna strand has this information this dna has this information so you get a whole uh, table of dna strands and what they mean you just use the same and use the mos encoder then the atgc of dna get translated to zeros and ones okay and then when you have the zeros and ones then you can just basically uh, you can import to a, like a file yeah it's it's basically a text file yeah uh, it's it's basically a text file with uh, you can have it in uh, csv comma space values so all these uh, values you can translate to any other file it's literally an address and a byte so, so in theory you can have basically uh, uh, a database of, of people yeah. on on just uh, on yeah. the, on this i mean uh, even uh, the last year me and nimesh we were thinking like what would happen say we store every music file ever created the all music since history since yeah. beethoven since to to the present day we could just store every music song ever created in a milliliter so that's how powerful dna is and maybe you can take it to mars that's that's how beautiful the technology is it's it's the application it's how we store and how efficient we are so basically if you were to store every single song on earth how uh-huh. much how much size would you take to store it Uh, uh, size of your fingernail, not yeah. more than that. Yeah, uh, a single a single cell uh, yeah. is like say a bacterium is around 20 micron. If you just take 20 micron, you can at least store one exabyte of information. That's 1024 zettabytes. So it's yeah. it's it's immense. The density is, the density pretty, is yeah. pretty high good for DNA. So I guess if somebody basically is going to maybe future going to Mars, uh-huh. they can store lots of data in. In, in a while yeah, i mean yeah. it's say uh, it, on a good day mars and earth maybe are like 18 light minutes away so yeah. it's like even if you click on google <laughs> what do I, what do i do on mars yeah. it will still take 18 minutes for things to get back so what if you just put google in a bottle and take whatever information google is is still in the zettabyte yeah. area but you can just take whole google and have your own I google mean, server the football field size server farms can be compressed into something like a tiny while yeah. and you could take it around with you so if you're going to mars yeah. and hopefully Elon Musk sets up that call and when they do go there it's going to be pretty cheap to carry all the world's information yeah because yeah, obviously space is a constraint in space right while traveling yeah cuz i remember years ago we sent messages in a bottle normally you get a bottle like this and anybody we uh, written a note 
Uh-huh. Because if you can have bottle known in that is millions of notes in their DNA, that's, that's, that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the target. It's, uh, say, uh, the only reason why, uh, say, there, there could be many uh, other innovations, say, graphene. Graphene is also really good material. Uh, yeah. There are there could be innovations in many other sectors, say, silicon, maybe even uh, the quantum computing. There, there are so many areas, but the only advantage that DNA has is it's biological. So whatever biology uh, needs are the whole, say, it engineered yeah. a way to work this with, with this molecule. So if you want to make a copy, there is a solution. If you want to repair it, there is already a solution. Yeah. So it's already well-maintained molecule because of evolution, and we are taking advantage on using well, it for our yeah. purposes. So I guess soon you could have one thing in that could be cloud storage of, uh, of a data, data center. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's one of, our, one of our solutions. The CEOs can sleep happy because all their IPR and every, every data is in their desk yeah. in a small while forever. They don't have to be worried. They don't have to trust someone else to do the safekeeping. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's very impressive. I didn't... What are you talking about? Something that I would see in a Hollywood movie, <laughs> not, not reality. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Even uh, uh, I think I think uh, uh, Nimesh was pitching in at Web Summit uh, yeah. in Porto in Portugal, and uh, I think somebody tweeted that uh, these guys look like an episode of Black Mirror, and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually exciting to work on these fields because it's the potential is so much, and we are just at the starting point. Because I've always heard that basically humans can read content. F- for storing much more data. Uh-huh. And right now, what you're talking about DNA, possibly you can inject the DNA into somebody's bloodstream. Uh-huh. And then when they arrive to another country, you can then take it out of them. The prospects the prospects are, are there are too compact, many prospects. Yeah. I mean, uh, even say, um, uh, if we can use DNA, data storage as an advantage, say, to target cancer cells, say, if the cancer cell uh, is having any errors in DNA, yeah. could we really just put the cell and actually uh, learn about the cell? Because now DNA can also be storing digital data. Yeah. It's it's the cell having a biological data and also digital data in the same cell. Well, so. I guess, if, for example, you know uh, uh, what cancer does to certain, certain cells, mm-hmm. If you could actually have the house, you know what it does, and, and recreate what it should look like, uh-huh. inject in there, maybe you can actually change the uh, the cancer cells and make them normal. Yeah, uh, we we had uh, we were thinking on some lines. It's like say uh, gene therapy is, a, is an idea to uh, to cure cancer cells. So yeah. they inject. Uh, a new form of DNA, uh, say a normal form of DNA, yeah. and they repair the uh, existing um, uh, say mutation in DNA in normal cells. Say if if uh, the gene uh, what they are inserting also has a digital tag to yeah. it, and uh, you just do a biopsy and you can actually put the cell and you can actually see information. I am here, yeah. a digital information saying that the cell is has been treated. Because these, the applications of, say, using DNA for digital information are revolutionary, even for healthcare. Yeah. I guess maybe some got Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. If you can have combat that as well. Uh, uh, Helix works as a company, we do uh, synthesis of normal DNA too. So yeah. it's not just uh, digital information. Yeah. So even for normal genes or normal DNA that's, uh, that's used for synthetic biology, gene therapy, uh, the applications are immense, so uh, we are we are basically the manufacturers of DNA. You want it for data storage, we do it. If you want it for normal genes, uh, we do it too. Oh, that's great. And tell us more about you're going to set by Southwest. How did that happen? Uh, uh, I think the journey really began in uh, Web Summit. When yeah. we were at Web Summit, the, the organizers for South by Southwest met us. 
and they invited us to an exclusive uh, event in a, in a club in Portugal. And uh, when we went there, we spoke to one of the persons and said, yeah, you guys, I think you guys should apply for the pitch event. And they gave us a waiver as well for the fee. Yeah. It's like, great, okay, we made an application and we were excited to actually receive the news that, okay, you guys are selected. And uh, we didn't event. expect that we, we would actually be selected for the finals because uh, it's it's very company to some of the companies are like uh, Apple Siri was at South by Southwest before it, it yeah, was bought out by like, Apple. So uh, we thought it was like... Uh, we see it, it as a great opportunity as a... As a as a way to showcase to a lot of technologists, like you know what's happening and what could be done with DNA. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so I think it's uh, it's going to be a great uh, and exciting moment even for the technologists that will be visiting South by Southwest. That's something that, exciting in store. Normally, when you go there, they only showcase the best technology that's there. Yeah. So when you're there, your box is hurt because there might have ten people. Yeah. In one certain field. Yeah. So because of that, you, it's easy to see where, where something like CES Las Vegas, you can't be hurt. No. Yeah. Too much noise. Yeah. And as the only Irish people, people going to this event, it makes it even better because once you're at this event, when our Irish company going there, mm-hmm. it means that people think, wow, the Irish should be Irish for doing this. Because normally, and that kind of stuff, what you're doing is so revolutionary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you, you might see one done in America, not, not in Ireland and Cork as well. No. No, I, it's, I think it's uh, because it's the DNA or the data storage. It's it's getting there. It's to to its limits uh, with the current technologies. And there weren't any revolutions, at least in the in the space of uh, materials. Yeah. So when once you uh, bring a material that has been proven, and you say that I have engineered this material to work uh, for the problems that that are right now. So when you're solving an issue that uh, that is existing, it's it's really valuable. And to pitch uh, at the South by Southwest, saying that, you know, it's it's not just a theory. We can actually prove yeah. to do this. I guess you guys are like the transistor of modern day. Because years ago, for transistors, things were big and bulky. Yeah. When that came about things you could do little proper radios. You could do, do things in computers where the fucking people was in a big room with big valves. Uh-huh. Transistor made it smaller, and what you guys are doing now, you're making data smaller again. Yeah. So you're the next next evolution stage of that. Yeah. yeah. We just keep discussing sometimes. You know, I think we could, uh, the way if we build a printer the right way, we should actually get the cloud back inside your home or office. Yeah. You don't need to be uploading data into some other server in some football field size place, but your home will have the network, or your office is going to have the network for. Exabytes of data that company holds. Yeah, and I guess the name Helix works. The DNA Helix sounds very. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great name for it as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, we basically wanted to be the foundry of DNA. It's. Yeah. It's. it's uh, we. We are. We are just a manufacturer of DNA. Yeah. Well, what, what you've got, I think, is part of that. In about five or ten years' time, mm-hmm. it's going to be basically commonplace. We use a lot more because it. it right now, it sounds very far fetched. Mm-hmm. But in two or three years' time, when it becomes more well-known, yeah. I think it's people are going to start using it more and more. That, uh, that's what we expect to do. It's uh, we, we want to scale down things and make things faster. So once we, once we achieve and we catch up with the world, say with the normal silicon, and we say that, okay, silicon, it's the speed of DNA is there, yeah. and then people will listen more. And <laughs> I think, unfortunately, for some of the big companies, they have not uh, given too much, uh, you know, respect towards biotechnology yeah. and what it's capable of and fortunately for us we have and I think uh, uh, I think they'll see something amazing 
coming out from biotechnology just generally for the whole consumers and not we are, just uh, medical even, or yeah, health yeah. even in southwest 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 we are actually competing against uh, IT companies in in a sector called yeah. data data storage and enterprise so it's uh, it, we are actually a biotech company who are working with uh, uh, with the uh, problems in, uh, in yeah. data sector. Because right now, people are talking next to thing as wearable technologies. Yeah. And in your case, you're giving something that actually fits into, under your skin. Yeah. So you, you, you're taking wearable to a totally different direction. Yeah. You're not talking about a smartphone. It's a chip that you can basically put on, under your wrist. Yeah. Maybe linked to a, to a smartphone. Possibly, yeah. Or, or, or a smartwatch and all of that. And, and that, that's something that basically five years ago <laughs> would have been possible to think about yeah. or dream of. That's true. So that, that's pretty impressive. Where do you plan to go with this further on in line? Any other innovations coming up? Uh, uh, basically, now uh, say to manufacture data storage or DNA, we are we are having a small desktop cabinet uh, sized robot, and it's it's doing the synthesis. But going forward, we hope uh, to get it to a scale of a USB stick. So yes. in a in a USB stick, it it does the magic of whatever data storage in DNA, and it can actually interface which your USB, maybe USB Type C, because USB. Yeah, is what size of memory will that will that be? Uh, uh, hopefully, hope uh, we we hope to start at a terabyte. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I'm impressed with that, and also, what about the cost? Uh, cost uh, of synthesizing DNA, it's uh, with our methods we are chasing down because synthesizing DNA is expensive. Yeah. But we are chasing down the cost. But say if if you if you're going to a USB sized device, you can expect it to be in the realm of say five thousand uh, dollars because it's it's uh, it took a lot of innovation. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think it, it's a good price to ask for a terabyte. Well, uh, at the moment, I've seen the terabyte drive. If you're getting one that's about a USB stick, uh -huh. that to me, if I thought, is a, is a, is a, I'm thinking, yeah, that's a good price. <laughs> but I guarantee in 10 years' time, that will come down a lot further. The technology always yeah. decreases in price. The more you build it. Yeah, I think I think the the one advantage of, say, a USB stick that, that has DNA data storage, say you run out of one terabyte, yeah. and you just want to recover, you just uh, send it to Helixworks, and we'll replicate a billion times of what you have sent. So it's uh, it's basically uh, once you have that data in DNA, it, it basically cannot be lost. Yeah. Uh, it's it's there forever, and you can make copies and copies of it, and never lose it. Yeah, that's because I know in the past when you copy DNA, after well, you, the copy of the DNA uh, wouldn't be as good as the original version. But if you made it way, uh -huh. that's always going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. There there were errors uh, before uh, the innovation. Uh, say the revolution of biotech came yeah. from uh, that PCR revolution because before there were errors. And the original was lost, and mutations were appearing, and you lost the original form. Yeah. But in the 80s, the biotech revolution, the PCR, everything came up, and they refined the tech, so you won't get any errors. And it's like uh, not even uh, one in a trillion chance that you have an error, which which you'll also have a billion copies. So, so I guess you're becoming like Brave New World, the book. Basically, everything that was done in that book, everything was more as done in a lab. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, say uh, it's, maybe it's it's Helixworks does it. Maybe other company, but uh, DNA will be a powerful molecule going to the future in healthcare, in data storage, in many other fields that the biotech didn't venture in because people are just uh, say the CRISPR tech and everything. It's yeah. uh, people are taking looking into the what the DNA can do and it can do marvels. So I think going just to the like future, the it's tip of the iceberg yeah. at the moment. Uh, Nature has a lot of secrets yet to be uncovered. Yeah, I guess when they first 
did the genome map. Yeah. That basically, without that, you couldn't be where you are now. And oh, it's maybe so many years, 20 years so, there's something new that comes out. And when that comes out, that new technology or innovation, that changes how things look at. So 30, 40 years ago, what you're talking about, you think, no, no, that's an etching yeah. in a book or maybe it wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then when the genome map was long, was done, mm-hmm. it made what you impossible. Same with, like I said, very much some research. When they came back, we could then decide to make things smaller and what you're doing making things like small. So it's very it's like that. I'm guaranteeing in ten years' time it's gonna have another innovation yeah. which will mix in with yours to make things a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think the other fields will also uh, bring their best and biotech will also bring their best. I think it's it's gonna be really exciting times uh, for the whole technology as as a whole and DNA as a molecule. Because I've seen guys who've been able to basically store data on, on, on basically uh, one piece of hair. Yeah. And what you're doing is kind of like that, but a bit but a bit more advanced than that. So yeah. when I see that, I'm thinking, how the hell do they store data on a, on a hair that you can barely hold in your hand or see? Yeah. And what you're doing is pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, the, that's that's the that's the advantage of DNA. It's, it, it is really uh, small and you can have a lot in a really, really small volume. And you can... With uh, with what we are trying to do, we you can actually control what it really means and how it can be synthesized. So we are we are working with with the advantage that it already holds. I think one of the coolest things of what we are doing uh, is like a lot of people have worked on DNA data storage yeah. for a long time. One of the really cool aspects of what you're building is we're giving you a device, a printer-like device, right? Yeah. So you don't actually not everyone knows how to do biotech and like make stuff. This device is going to do everything for you, so it's just like plug and play. Yeah. Just drag drop your pictures, videos, documents, and just put it in DNA, and all you have to just take a while, put in your deep fridge or like, you know, in your closet. It's I'm thinking maybe long term you can plug and play a brain and bring back memories from years ago. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just do that and you think, well, plug and play. And you can bring back to what your first memories as a, as a child. I mean, uh, maybe you could have like those vlog things, right? Like you yeah. always record everything in your yeah. life and you could always store that and like access it. So maybe like, I don't know if you could remember things or you haven't faced your brain, but like you could have like a, a camera. Yeah. This records everything in your moment of life and you'd have a place to store it and it's pretty tiny to carry around. And it doesn't uh, really require too much energy or it doesn't save memory full. Yeah. So. The other thing is certain times of the day you have to make sure that it doesn't work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when, did you, when did it turn off and on? So if you want to go to the bathroom for example, you can't have it. <laughs> yeah, just delete those moments. Have yeah. the yeah. software do that work for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, this part, this, this, uh, just imagine if someone's come, come in from, from, from work I want to sit down and want to, and to replay back on memory, but like maybe total recall. Yeah. We can memories inserted into your brain. Yeah. That so that's what, a, that's what a, a thing, it could be impressive. Yeah, I mean, uh, bringing back memories, I think it's, uh, the field is getting uh, even more advanced and people are, even neuro- neurological disease and everything, people are working through and to bring back memories and everything. But I think, I think it, it will take some time, but uh, say uh, DNA as a molecule playing yeah. a role might be interesting too. Especially if you've got Alzheimer's and you can't remember. And I don't remember short-term memory. Let's say you can remember me for two minutes and then if you come back the next day, you don't know who I am. Mm. But mm. if you can do so, it can help you remember long-term memory. Mm. Yeah. It means that basically uh, when you're getting older and you, you still basically have a couple of standard living. Because mm-hmm. I know that I've had relatives who've had, who've had Alzheimer's and people have had it. And it's kind of, when you see them with it, you're thinking, they don't know who you are. And saying, you should be in school, this and that. And that to me, it's heartbreaking, but if you can do it, they will always know who you are. Yeah. And different things. That's the cool thing about it. 
Yeah, I think the brain cells and the treatment with CRISPR technologies and how they want to uh, say uh, heal uh, heal a neuron cell. Many are looking into the. I think I think uh, say in 20 years of time uh, we should be over any uh, neurological diseases uh, like yeah. Alzheimer's and everything. I hope the day comes sooner. And the worst thing is people can believe in longer life. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So yeah. People, people, are, people invest- are investing uh, yeah. in so many companies. Yeah, that like they're working on solving that as well, like, you know, solving death, as they call it. Yeah. The only problem is you're going to have great great grandparents in their life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how good that is, but, like, you know. Especially when, when it comes to a pension, how do you think about <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you pay a pension fund, they always assume they're going to die at a certain age, and if you're, you're suddenly around for 200 years. I mean, I'm all for a healthy life, but immortality is a. And then you guys think, well, when you working because yeah. if you're living to such a long longer age yeah. what age is the term you can't work more is it when you're 100 you have to retire or what is it going to be yeah i mean uh, say the the work from human genome project they know they have the books now yeah. so every every genetic code is there they just need to figure it out read it maybe 100 more times and just find the formula say okay these are, these are the things that we need to do with the dna so yeah. that we can reverse our aging get back to our youth and be li- live forever so th- there are ways but it's it's a long long path i think humanity yeah. will get there at one point yes every generation you're going to you're going to be able to live 10 years longer mm-hmm. yeah. so we get the stage when basically no one knows what death is that's true yeah, they probably wouldn't know what the concept is. Yeah, well, I mean, death by old age, I mean death like, because you can die if you're young in accidents, but I'm talking about you're not going to know about what old age death is because people will be living longer and longer and longer. Yeah, there, there are already Certainly, already yeah. many animals in the animal kingdom that can actually, like, recycle their, their body and yeah. live more, more years. So it's like... Evolution has already solved the problem, but replicating evolution is a hard thing. People yeah. are looking into it, so if we can replicate the, what the other animals are already doing. Like, for uh, example, if you look at worms, yeah. uh, they can, if you can do it in the future, if somebody gets paralyzed, you can replicate. Replicate, replicate yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. Who, who has lost a limb yeah. can, uh, can grow a new one. It's, in theory, it's possible, yeah. and it's, it's finding the right answers. So you could say in 30 years' time, Anyone that makes wheelchairs is going to be out of a job. (laughs) (laughs) For a good reason. Most probably. For a good reason. Yeah. And if you look at something like a movie, uh, Avatar, (laughs) when you had a person that was going into a (laughs) bodysuit, that would not be required anymore because you're able to walk normally. (laughs) Yeah. Highest human strength. Uh, Yeah, the the possibilities are uh, are good, but I, I do believe that it's... Uh, biotech will go hand in hand with many other sectors and we will borrow many innovations from other sectors and they might also borrow some of our innovations. I mean, you're on our way to be cyborgs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're on our way. And so, this technology so. is going to like speed it up, I believe. So you can say, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back, yeah. <laughs> right. And thanks very much for that, guys. And uh, good luck with that. Good luck at Cyberset West. And uh, I look forward to seeing more with you guys in the future. And hopefully one day I'll be able to, to, to plug in and sit down and just relax. With your, with your uh, product lifestyles, yeah. what you're doing. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Thank Cheers you.